Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another edition of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? <sighs> Episode number 25, quarter of the way to 100. Dare I say quadrincentennial. Producer Dan, did you know what that is? <laughs> uh, no. It's Latin for 25 years. Gotcha. You know, bicentennial, Quarter centennial. Of a right, sure. Yeah, you get right, it. There you go. So um, very excited for number 25. It has been a little time since we've been in the studio. Got a lot to cover. Yeah. A lot to cover in very little time. So let's jump right in. Let's do it. Okay. This episode brought to you by Organized Chaos Clothing, a lifestyle brand for our way of life. We got so much to cover today, and I really don't have a favorite number 25, but if I was going to give an honorable mention <laughs> out, it would be for Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, two guys that don't like steroids. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about But uh, those are the only two, two notable 25s. Um, before we get into the sports recap and my international travel recap, Oh, and pop culture recap. I do want to say a couple things about space travel, though, Dan. As you know, we can't go an episode without talking about space travel. Um, what is it? I, I know this. The final frontier. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. All right, sorry. So in 2020, you're going to be able to go to the International Space Station for approximately 35 grand a night. But there's some uh, some conf or there's some you know I can't really tell exactly how much the entrance fee is. It's anywhere from twenty to fifty million dollars. So we're not going to oh be able to. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait a minute. So wait, so you can get there, but then you can't get in unless there's a, like yeah, there's a door like a charge. Down, there's a down yeah. payment that's required, gotcha. and then it's about thirty five grand a night. So, but they're going to make you you have to pass the same physicals that a real astronaut would have. Oh, well, have. forget it then. Um, yeah, well, I mean, so my point is we're, I'm not making it in 2020, but I'm going to wait until, again, the price comes down and there's an actual Hilton on the moon. Yeah, do they, have, do they have gravity at the space station? Uh, no, no, it's in space. So, um, yeah, see, that's, that's going to be bad for tourism. Tourists... So, Need gravity. Of course. It's, I don't know if you followed this, saw this, while, while, but since in between shows. So Trump's doubling down on Mars, except we're still not going to the moon, except Harry Reid, you know, the old uh, uh, senator, used yeah. to be the uh, uh, you know, majority leader in the Senate. Mm-hmm. So he earmarked almost $25 million, uh, I believe, in 2012 for investment in UFO sightings. So spent twenty five million, <laughs> and there's it's been you know been a while since. Yeah, but you can now find multiple peoples in the uh, people in the higher ups in the government that there's no question there's UFOs, and so now he's trying to declassify it because the taxpayers spent twenty five million. Right. So he wants us to all at least get a little bit of a look into what the twenty five million got us. Really? Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because again we're still. 
We can't go another show without it. <laughs> so let's move the chains and chains into the sports recap. I don't know if you watched the uh, women's softball uh, college world series, Dan. Did oh, you? I did. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then you probably would have saw that UCLA won another national championship in walk off fashion was super exciting. You know, yeah. the, the, one of the only sports Brooklyn's really into right now is uh, a little bit of softball. So we oh, watched it right? together. Oh, yeah, it was cool. We had a nice moment <laughs> uh, for national championship number 118 at the Bruins. Wow. And also in my research, I've been sitting here bragging about how the Bruins have the most national championships because we were the first ones to 100 years ago. Okay. Well, now we're behind Stanford at one. They got one twenty-two or one twenty-three. They do. Yeah, and I had no idea. And I've been talking a lot right, of shit. We, yeah, we got to work on that. So, in regards to UCLA, uh, we're, we're we're getting close to fall camp for football. We're not going to talk football yet, but the UCLA baseball team was ranked in the top five pretty much the whole year. They got upset. Didn't make it into the college into the the, the later rounds of the College World Series. So, uh, shout out to Vanderbilt for beating Michigan. And then, I don't know if you noticed, but the women's soccer team, United States soccer, yeah. is playing in the World Cup. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Uh, I got to say this. Then the first game, I forget who they were playing. They won 13 and nothing. <laughs> a soccer game? Yeah. I thought that was a little much. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, and hey. Take it easy. Like, can you put the third stringers in there? <laughs> yeah. Like, as if the rest of the- 13 to zero. As if the rest of the world doesn't have enough of a problem with the United States. <laughs> we got to throw out the, you know, the World Cup stage and, and win 13 and nothing. Um, but in the- uh, in the first round, you know the the round robin, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the sure. qualifying round, we were eighteen to nothing in goals scored, <laughs> and thirty four to four on shots in shots on goal. Oh my gosh! We beat France to two, two to one in the quarterfinals. And did you see that story about the the French reporter asking a couple of our players the the you know the in the um, uh, the press conference before the USA France game. No. All right. So, this French reporter, you know, nice little young lady, says, "So I have a question for you, uh, and and you have to forgive me, but I'm French. So I was wondering, do you, would you let us win?" <laughs> she really said, that? "Yes." <laughs> and the, and uh, uh. one of the one of the players, I, I forget her which one it was. She goes, "Is that a serious question?" And and she and the lady's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then she just kinda everybody laughs and, and the player just goes, No. Yeah, no. Moves on. Yeah. We're, so we're, we're playing we're England on oh. July second. I imagine they have a pretty good team. Yeah. Yeah. And but we're gonna talk about a little bit Ooh, on uh, July second. Exactly. We're gonna Ooh. we're gonna hit on July second later as we do a, like a preview of the fourth of July. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get to a little more on July second later. The French Open and tennis uh, uh that was happening uh, during the, the was just starting during our, our last yeah. episode. So Roger Federer, my favorite tennis player, arguably my top three favorite athletes of all time. Whoa, really? Was, Federer. Yeah, was playing f- f- awesome, made it to the finals again, and got yep. smoked by Rafael Nadal again. You remember that's the guy that the um, he's Spanish. He's the guy that picks his butt every time he serves. We, didn't we talk about that a couple weeks ago? I, I feel like I would have remembered he's that. He's got a nervous twitch. Oh, it's it's not like a psych out thing. For I don't know what it is. Like, he, hey, I just pick my butt. He picks his butt every before he serves every time. Interesting. Yeah, and and, and you know what? We I, have ointment for that here in the well, U.S. You know, and I've been giving our, our oldest daughter a hard time. She's starting to do the same thing. Right? And like, do you need She's a different em- size? Your sports? Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> 
So I just, every time I see her do that now, I think of Rafael Nadal, but... Wimbledon is coming up next. Great, you know. Yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah, great tennis uh, tournament, and I would imagine that Federer is going to come back. And, and he, I mean, the guy is is getting older. And when I say getting older, he's still in his early thirties. But uh, is he really? Yeah, he's still competing at some of the highest level of tennis that you could possibly do, and it's just awesome to watch. Yeah. And he's the the attitude of most ninety nine percent of tennis players is an attitude that I think is should be emulated by every kid that plays sports. It's just a level of respect and yes. professionalism that I can appreciate. Speaking of professionalism, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, let's move on to the <laughs> NBA, NBA Finals. So um, did you see the story with the minority owner of the Golden State Warriors who got in big trouble for pushing Kyle Lowry of the Toronto Raptors. Did you did you see you that? Know, I heard a little. I didn't see it. I heard a little bit about it, but I'm still not clear. So okay. So Lowry is fall. What is happening? He's falling into the goes into seats? like the first row of the seats. Okay, and he, he bumps into this minority owner and his wife and and this guy. When I say he gave him a push, I mean that he was trying to get out of an elevator and politely asked, do you mind if I go as- <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. beside you so yeah, I can get off the elevator? Yeah, yeah, like the shoulder, yeah, like a tap of This is my but it, but it definitely, you could see his, the way his body language was when he did it. It was the silliest, weakest push <laughs> right. you've ever seen. Well, they don't mess around, okay? Hmm. He got fined half a million dollars for well, that. What? Little push. Oh my God. No, wait a minute. A 200 some odd pound man is falling on him. Right. The, he's getting in, in this little like butterfly he, push. He didn't need to push him though. I think that was is the that point. What it is? And, yeah. I, and the other reason he got fined is because he's an owner. Uh, so there, there, you know, there's a fine, there's a strict, we'll talk about owners right. in a second here. But Interesting. So I mean, do you feel, you saw the push? Yeah. So was it a, a like, don't sweat on my suit push? Was it a, I'm helping you get up push? Like what it, how dare, would you characterize I, I will, I, that's the a, motivation? That's a good question. I would characterize it as this. It's a guy that probably would be a complete nobody if he wasn't worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. A tech, you know, genius. Oh, gotcha. Complete loser that at that particular moment something a synapsis in his mm-hmm. brain. <laughs> misfired right and he acted like he was a 12 year old 13 year old right you know when you're a kid and you just kind of give somebody a little push that's not necessary right. in a right. game or in a school or right. something like that that's exactly what it was yeah and except he, he was on camera and, and then he could see right after he did it he yeah. sat down as if he just got hit in the hand with a ruler by the nun <laughs> and oh and he got hit in the hand by, uh, by, 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 by the nun. half a million dollar ruler yeah and he's not allowed to go to the games next year Oh yeah, so that's probably <laughs> that's going to hurt him even more. But okay, but and but let's 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 make sure we're on the same page. I know that the Golden State Warriors had some injuries. You know, Durant ended up really getting hurt. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they weren't at full full strength. But the Raptors played fantastic. They had, and they deserved to win it. Kawhi Leonard. I, we talked about Kawhi Leonard yes, when I saw him did. at the Brooklyn Nets and yeah. just his physicality and how great he looked. They won. It was awesome to see. I was happy for them. They brought the first NBA championship to Canada. So so yeah. kudos to them. Kudos to them. They Embarrassing had, for us. They had a, <laughs> over a million people show up for the uh, for the celebration. Wow. There was a shooting at that celebration, though, by the way. Oh. Yeah. There uh, was? Yeah. Four people got injured. 
they're not calling a terrorist shooting, and I keep trying to look to see if it's going to come back up and do some follow-up. Mm-hmm. They say they caught the people. They're not releasing a lot of information. Something smells fishy. But So what, they think a couple of guys snuck in from the U.S.? Who knows? Yeah. Like, I it? hope to God it wasn't somebody from hey, the U.S. But I think someone just, just shot a gun, eh? Well, I just, hey. I just think if there was a, a shooting at the Chicago Bulls celebration, I mean, look at the Jesse Smollett ca- uh, case, for God's sakes. You right, still, we talked about get, that for six months. And you're getting, you're, every two weeks you're getting an update. Yeah. Right. Like people shot at a celebration and we're and you can't find anything about that's it. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, that's Canada for it. Okay. Another thing that happened last week that in regards to the NBA, did you see that they are no longer allowed to call the owners owners? Could you repeat that, please? Exactly. So, so that's how much power the NBA basketball players have. And. And it obviously, I mean, well, maybe not so, obvious. So it, it so you're not allowed to. There, it's an insinuation the, that if you if you're an owner, that means you own me, similar to the way a master owned slaves during slavery. So they are acknowledging it, mm-hmm. and they are no longer allowed to, to publicly be called owners. Mm-hmm. So instead, they're calling them governors, which <laughs> oh really? In my opinion, hello, governor. Hey, governor. So oh, yeah. I used to own the team, yeah. and now I'm the governor. It sounds, and to me, it sounds even governor sounds even more old fashioned, and, and and more racist, in my right. opinion. Yeah, but but so <laughs> so anyway, but don't they own the team? Like as a concept, as a company. Well, that's like saying. Oh, I don't want Bill Gates to be called the owner of. I know. Oh, I, don't know I know. Owner, I'm, but, you know I mean, what I mean? Like. We're the gonna, team is a company. It's we're going to talk about a little you know, bit about uh, you know the democratic debates later, but I mean it's I mean it's just as obvious wild. about how our your culture and how our country has changed from a politically correct standpoint. Hello. If you own the team, you're not allowed to be called an owner. You're now called a governor. Um, Anthony Davis, one of the best players in the NBA, got traded to the Lakers, so mm. the Lakers may become relevant again. There's maybe one nice. or two more years for the Lakers. So LeBron got his way. He got uh, Captain Eyebrows. Um, he's you, you haven't seen Anthony Davis, but he, you, there's no he, his nickname is something Eyebrows because he's got a unibrow. It's just right over. It's it's amazing, and, and I can't I can't believe he's never got rid of it. He must like it. But um, so that's going to be a lot to watch. The NBA yeah. draft happened, and. I, there was not, not enough happened in the NBA draft for us from for my research and my time to actually talk about it, except for this. <laughs> oh dear God! The <laughs> clothing that these guys wore are you serious? Was out of this world. What are we talking? Are the nineties back? Like what? what I what's... can't. I can't even tell if the nineties are back. If the Jetsons are back, there was a guy that had a Yoda outfit on that looked like a tailored suit that Yoda would wear. What? Um, yeah, one guy had Spider-Man uh, 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 like web web design all over the place. And then you know how if you've, you've trick or treat. Yeah, you exactly. Is it Halloween or the draft? So but you have you noticed the style that's been happening lately with with younger generation where their pants do not go all the way down, they're higher up so it looks like in case there's a flood, yeah. their pants won't get wet. Yeah. Well, the NBA players, it's amplified because they're None of them are five foot tall. <laughs> right. Yeah, so you got a six foot nine guy that's right. got four inches. His pants are four <laughs> right. inches from the bottom. Right. And then he's also, you know, he's length. got another six foot six right. above him. Right. So it's just amplified. You're like, dude, his pants are, are you really. Okay? What's happening yeah, it, it was like one of my favorite. <laughs> I can't remember the movie uh, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. 
Remember sure. Johnny Depp? Oh, yeah. And you know, it's a book, right? Yeah. It's a, fam- a famous. Thompson. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So I read the book and then I watched the movie. And one of my favorite lines in the movie is when he's getting to the, and you'll get, I'll get to the point of how I'm connecting this. You'll see. I trust you. He's walking into the bathroom. If you remember that scene and Johnny Depp's just started to trip out and, uh, and the, the floor of the bathroom starts filling up with blood. Oh, yeah. And then and someone makes a comment like, dude, are you okay? And Johnny Depp just says, boy, no, no, I need, I need some golf cleats <laughs> to insinuate he needs to be higher. So <laughs> one of my favorite stand-up jokes, which is I, you, you and I have talked about it. I guarantee, I know I didn't make it up, but I don't know who did. Right. And I just use it as to like make myself uh, feel more comfortable. Sure. Which is <laughs> I'm going to need... I'm going to need every, everyone in the room. I'm going to need you to be like a midget at a urinal, um, and you're going to have to stay on your toes. <laughs> you get it? Yes. All right. So I have never heard you say that. So the style was I could not get over it. It was it was shocking. Yeah. Really shocking. The The NFL draft was a, just the first round of shock factor yeah. with what these guys are wearing. Really? But the NBA guys took it to a whole new level. All right, one more thing on the NBA before we move to the NHL. So Kevin Durant, I just read a couple hours ago, by the way, what what is today? The date is uh, uh, almost... Not the first. Not the first. Tomorrow the day before the first. The first. Okay, yes. so it's Sunday, June 30th. Okay. All right, so it's Sunday, uh, midday, Sunday, June 30th. I just read that Durant might sign with the Nets, which shows you that Jay-Z... So he's, he's going to kiss the ring with Jay-Z. Kyrie Irving looks like he's going to kiss the ring of Jay-Z. You know Jay-Z, the music. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's kind of a big deal. Entre- I guess his wife is famous too or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was another deal with the Golden State owners about how one of the Golden State owners' wives- Governors. Was, yeah, I'm sorry. The Golden State governor's uh, <laughs> wife was trying to flirt with Jay-Z, and this poor lady was not flirting with Jay-Z. I think she might have said, hey, can I get you a beer when I go to the freaking yeah. you know, concession stand <laughs> right. or the VIP area? Right. And Twitter blew up that she was flirting with Jay-Z- and this poor lady, I mean, poor lady, when I, I'm sorry, this really wealthy lady. Right. <laughs> who were, had to, had to like shut down her, shut down her Twitter account and everything because. Oh my. The, tr- the, the, Beyonce, the Beyonce trolls attacked her. Wow. And she literally shut her Twitter down. Wow. For asking Jay-Z if he wanted a beer. Right. Anyway. Thanks. So Jay-Z is an owner. Oh, go- I'm sorry, governor. Governor. Yeah, go- governor Jay Z. Yeah, one of and one of Jay Z's over there saying, "Fuck that." I, yeah, <laughs> like, I own this team. Yeah, I own this team. Get out of here. Uh, anyway, so he's going to pay uh, Durant close to thirty six million a year, Ooh. and who knows? Maybe the Nets will be uh, uh, make it back. That'd be cool. Uh, it's not like you know the Nets are haven't done anything yet, but maybe they're going to be the new the new Knicks. I feel bad for people in New York. Moving on to <laughs> NHL. So you remember. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> uh, we talked about the St. Louis Blues winning the NHL, f- yeah. uh, the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. See you there? Uh, and a great Place story. Place your bets, everyone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, thanks. I love your transition words. So a random blue-collar guy from St. Louis who is a huge St. Louis fan, huge St. Louis fan, very rarely goes to Vegas. He was in Vegas at the beginning of the season, and he noticed that there was a 250 won odds for the St. Louis Blues to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, he said, you know, I don't come to Vegas very at all. And he's not a gambler. He, can't, he doesn't gamble on his phone every day like I do. <laughs> and he puts $500 on. No. Yeah. 
at what? 250, 250 to 1? Yeah. Oh, my God. So let me do the math really quick, wow. but I think it's a lot. I can't do that math. Um, so face ID. Uh, We're really doing this calculate. Right I just want to make sure. You know Let's how my numbers it. are oh, off? So well, isn't so what was it? Two fifty times what? One hundred twenty-five grand. So a multiple gamblers try when when it first started and they had won a couple of games, but then they lost. Multiple gamblers reached out of, out to him and, and offered him upwards of seventy thousand to buy the ticket for. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so we could have hedged his bet, but he said, "I'm not going to do it." I've been a right. Blues fan my whole right. life, so that was their first time they ever win the Stanley Cup too. So can wow. you imagine? Wow. I, I, I don't I don't remember this guy's name, but he's a local suburban guy from St. Louis. Can you imagine how cool that guy is with his with the rest of his longtime faithful St. Louis Seriously, Blues friends? He is never going to pay for a drink. Ever again. Or he's paying for he's everything right. from now on. <laughs> right. But I just think wow. about how cool that him. must be for someone that he, he, he you, you know, you could clearly tell he's not wealthy at all. Right. You know, and he, how awesome that must have felt. Wow, dude. How well, awesome. Well done. Anyway, okay, so. The faith. Yeah, so that's, I thought that was a really, really cool story. On the golf front, so the U.S. Open was in Pebble Beach, and Brooks Kepka, who, you know, is my favorite, sure. he was going to win. He probably should have won, except he ran into the Gary Woodland train. Mm -hmm. And this guy had a great four days of golf. And I was, I I liked the way his style was. He had, you know, uh, American flag uh, golf cleats and he just had, it seemed like he had a great attitude. Both Brooks and this guy, Gary Woodland have great attitudes. Love, love that. And um, turns out the guy played college basketball first Basketball, yeah. So he was a he was a Division One Double A basketball player before he went to Kansas and played D- Division One golf. What the what the? I know, and I'm thinking, I you know, Jesus, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Talk about different sports. That's nuts. Except I mean, you for don't putting even, a ball into a little, and you don't even know how to play either one no, of them. No, I don't. You know, you don't even know how the rules work. I do know how to dribble. <laughs> so but that's what I'm. So the yeah. open. Okay. The open. It's going to start on July 18th. Looking forward to that because I, I, some of our international travel is going to hit onto that a little bit. The open is in the UK every year. Yeah. One more sports recap before we get to pop culture. 151st Belmont Stakes, the last leg of the Triple Crown horse racing. Mm-hmm. You know, we mentioned some of that. So it's the test of a champion because mm-hmm. it's the longest Triple Crown race. So Sir Winston won. 100 years after a horse named Sir Barton won. Really? I thought it was kind of cool. Wow. Um, I had War of Will, the horse that won the Preakness. That horse did not win. There has been a handful of more deaths at Santa Anita, but from what I've read, they're keeping Santa Anita open. Remember, that was the Mm. one where I went to uh, the Santa Anita Derby with the owners? All right, so done with sports, moving the chains into pop culture. So have you noticed a little bit about how the Dominican Republic has gotten some bad press lately? (laughs) Yeah, what's going on? All right, well, first, the ATF, uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, are going to start uh, investigating the fact that there's been close to 10 deaths by Americans in the last, just this year alone, that no one can explain. No, just sort of, oh, well, they they died. Well, one actually, she says, and and then another lady got full on, like, dropped in a sewer for death and she survived. Oh. That was also Dominican Republic, if you read that one. And then she she tried to blackmail the company for like two and a half oh, million. Oh, right. Yeah, but right. they said 
They said piss no, off, right. and then she released the story. Anyway, it sounds like a pretty bad story, by the way, though. Yeah. Basically, left it yeah. for dead in a sewer. But the reason I bring it up on the tail end of my sports recapped, recap is that David Ortiz, nicknamed Big Poppy, mm-hmm. big uh, left-handed hitter from the Dominican Republic, right. played for the Boston Red Sox. Do you remember that guy? I do. He's like perfect. He's got his facial hair was cut perfectly. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know him now? I think I do, yeah. Yeah, you perfect definitely would see it. Perfect edges, right? Yeah. And a nice looking guy. Somebody tried to kill him. In, when he was in the Dominican Republic, and I totally missed really? the story. Yes, compl- wouldn't he be one like their hero? Yes. Why would why like you think that'd be the last guy they would so, want to kill? I I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but apparently Big Poppy might be into some shit. <laughs> and some guy drove some guy drove on the back rode on the back of the motorcycle. It was full on like out of a the mafia hit. Oh, movie. one of those, yeah, yeah. Wow. And you and, and so the owner of the Red Sox sent his jet, flew him back. And let him yeah, recover in intensive care because he got shot in the stomach. He's going to live. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, uh, you know, as, as if the Dominican Republic <laughs> wasn't right. getting enough bad press. Right. No one is there. You know, their, their, their Jesus got yeah, shot. Basically, right. <laughs> okay. Did you see that uh, D Day was the 75th anniversary of D Day in between our last two episodes? It was on June 6th. Is that right? You know D-Day, right? D-Day, yes. We um, big event, yes, in the history of the world. We uh, it was the we big were reason why war. we're speaking English. Yes, <laughs> yes, it actually is. <laughs> yes, I remember D-Day. Um, yeah, we uh, d- uh, uh, fought in a war. Yeah, big war. There was some, uh, so just to put this into pers- into perspective, okay, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about perspective uh, later. Almost ten thousand allies died in combat that day. Okay. Wow, and, that day. And, and just and just around nine thousand Germans died. Well, you know, in the course of D Day, which really wasn't just really, one day, right? It was, right. You know, seventy-two hours of intense battle, <laughs> chaos. Yeah, literally chaos. You know, what has there been ten movies made about it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but to put that into perspective, in the whole Revolutionary War that we fought for to keep our independence, right, was seven thousand people died in combat. During the oh. whole thing. Oh. Yeah. That is perspective. Yeah. Right? So, and I actually did think that, you know, again, political, not getting political, but I thought Trump's speech was actually pretty good for a guy that has a hard time communicating <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of times. But- um, Oh, he, did he give a D-Day uh, yeah, address? Yeah, he gave, gave a big D-Day speech. And yeah. I actually, because I watch Fox News and I watch CNN and MSNBC every single day. I want to make sure I got everything going on. Yeah. Um, and even- CNN and MSNBC said he did a, a decent job. So that's wow. When, that's when you, you know he you must know, have done a decent it. job. Okay. Which, by the way, did you see the two uh, first the first two Democratic debates this week? No, I, somehow I completely missed it. I've heard a lot about them, but yeah. I didn't actually get a chance to watch. Well, you were the only person that wasn't up on the stage. <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> Just kidding. So <laughs> it's a big party, but we're all going for it. So I don't. I don't remember the debates last year, or I'm sorry, a couple years ago for the for the presidential debates. But they're doing. And if they did, I didn't. I don't remember it. But the first two Democrat debate Democratic debates, they do this thing where they'll say, "Raise your hand if." Okay. <laughs> so they got really? ten people up on stage the first night, and then ten people on the second night, and they're saying some pretty controversial questions, for instance. And they're raising their hands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So all over the board, right? And one of them was, do you believe in you know, national you know, medicine subsidized by you know, the 
American taxpayer. Oh, okay, yes. gotcha, sure. And then they said, "Do you?" And they all raise their hand. hand. Okay. Then they said, "Do you believe in uh, national health care paid for by the taxpayer, American taxpayers for illegal immigrants?" And they all raised their hands. So oh, then, really, fast forward, fast forward though to Friday morning, and then on Thursday there was a bunch of raise your hand comments where everyone raised their hand, and you would think, "Oh my God, am I uh, am I in the twilight zone?" Right. What they just raised their hand for, and that's not really? again not being the super liberal or conservative, just like wow, did they just all raise their hand? And so, and I'm right because Friday morning, the New York Post, by no means a conservative publication, <laughs> yeah, on no. the cover of the New York Post, it says. It's got the picture of the guy, everyone, all 10 of them on Thursday. Uh-huh. And it says- Oh, with their hands up? It says, raise your hand if you want to lose to Trump. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like a really good strategy. Is, right. Is stay like, as hard, everybody, everybody stay as hard left yeah. as you can. Even, even Biden, consi- that he was he's considered the moderate, he got crushed for some, and if, but if you go back and look at some of the- Snafus, you know this, this over the years. The shit so, yeah. that Trump said on the bus about you know grabbing women and oh, all that yeah. stuff. That's that's like that was bad, and it always will be bad. I'm sure there's way more that's going to come out, but some of the shit that Biden has said, he got attacked by Kamala Harris about the civil rights stuff. You could tell the guy yeah. was uncomfortable, and I, and I would have to ask him and his campaign this. Um, let me see. Corey Paws could find this these clips on YouTube. In 10 seconds. Uh, in 10 <laughs> seconds. I'm sorry. Did you guys think that this is going to be out of bounds and right, that right. Uh, nobody would come after you with some of the bullshit you did in the in the 70s and 80s? Yeah. You, you, that was shocking to you? He looked shocked. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, Harris already had T-shirts printed up for something that hadn't happened yet, right? Genius. The whole thing was set up. Right. She knew what was going to happen. Smart. Yeah. So it's going to be oh, interesting to watch. I can't wait to keep it up. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about international travel. Ooh. So first stop since I since you and I last saw each other yeah. was Jamaica, man. Really? Oh. And I got to tell you. Yeah, if, man. If you have never gone to a sandals resort in Jamaica <laughs> on Southwest on Southwest on Southwest Airlines, then you are wow. missing out. Is that right? So we we took a Southwest to Jamaica. Yeah. Which, for those of you that don't have a hundred thousands of points in, on Southwest <laughs> and a companion pass, like I, I do, well, companion brand. pass. Oh yeah, you get to fly. I get to fly any. My companion flies anywhere I do for free. Wow, it's super cool. Sounds it's basically sad. having a glorified bus pass. But um, <laughs> so we flew to uh, Jamaica on Southwest. Did you know that Southwest now flies to oh I don't know ten locations in the Caribbean? Really? Yes. Oh yes. Southwest. Yes. Okay. It's not cheap, but it's still but Southwest. It's still, right. So anyway, we went to Negril, Jamaica, which I love this. I got a picture of it coming in. We got to put it up online. It's called the Capital of Casual. <laughs> huh? Is that not great? <laughs> wow. So you don't want to go off the reservation much uh, uh, from yeah. the beaches, but the beaches is the kids' version of sandals. You've seen the commercial for sandals. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I had the time of my life. Mm. Like, isn't that the song that goes into all the sandals? I think it might be. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So this, I had never been to a sandals resort, and it was with my, my wife, the kids, uh, my in-laws. Um, and uh, my brother-in-law and his wife. So, you know, the nice trip, the, my in, our in-laws take us on a trip every year, so it's great. And uh, the resort was fantastic. 
But my mother-in-law, as we were pulling up to this fantastic resort, she she reminds me or reminds us that remember, like no tipping. I was told by our travel agent, you do oh, not tip at these right. all-inclusive resorts. I was like, you know what? I'm not the flashy. I'm not that flashy. <laughs> but at the same time, right. I've never. I don't go anywhere. I don't know at a hotel or anything like that without tipping. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I immediately am feeling awkward because I didn't hand anybody money. They've ten people have touched my bags. Right. You know, I have no money has changed hands. Right. And I kept remembering, don't tip. So maybe night first night we're at the bar and I was asking this, you know, this um, uh, bartender. I was like, what's the deal with the not the tipping? And she says she gets almost like sentimental and mentions, well, yeah, we're not supposed to take tips, but you know, people that feel. Uh, in the goodness of their hearts, that it's a good idea will tip us. And I go, okay, well, boy, you're a good salesperson. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, what do I do with the money? Because there are cameras everywhere. You can't. Like, oh, she, And yeah. she goes, you see this little garbage can where you put the like the the uh, the paper from the straws. <laughs> you, <laughs> you just put it in there. You just crumple up the money and put it in that little garbage can. And so then I'll fast forward four days later, I'm like crumpling yeah. up $5 bills and trying to make them in there from the other side of the bar. Right. Like, oh, this isn't obvious. Right. But it's such a weird uh, uh, environment so that it's, 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 you're not, it's illegal or they're not allowed to take tips except I tipped everybody. Right. You know? Right. And then once word got around Through that I was the guy that was tipping. And, right. Right. So then it would be, it would be, they, you know, somebody got us a, a cabana, right? Uh, the best cabana. Mm. And I said, oh, I'll take care of you tomorrow. I don't have any cash on me. The guy found me the next day, and he saw my he kids did. first, and he, and my so and everybody's bro, right, bro or mon? Yeah. Oh, sure, mon. But then they would say they they were kept. My kids would be like, "There, say, hey, have you seen your dad?" And so I would I'd be gone. <laughs> I'd take a work call or something. I'd come back, and and the twins multiple times said, "Hey, one of your bros came by." <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Half the people that worked there was my bro. Wow. Because they would all come back. I said I would take care of them the right. next day. And they don't forget that. No, they do not. But talk about an unbelievable thing for kids. So every night they would have a almost like a talent show, if you will. Really? Yeah. So they have a talent show and it, it, up on stage. And here's how I would describe it. Okay. Okay. Clearly, you know, it, it, clearly the people that worked at Sandals were... You know, it, it was like they're, you know, they seemed as if they were grateful to have an, uh, a consistent job at, you know, a lo mm. you know, location sure. and things of that nature. Well, the people that are in the, you remember the movie uh, uh, Dirty Dancing? <laughs> yeah. You know, the, like the entertainment committee. Okay. That's, in, the, you know, Patrick yeah, Swayze, it, the, his job was to put on a show. Right, right. Well, that's what these people did every night. And, and they had DJs and they had legit talent coming out there doing remakes of, uh, of really? U.S. songs, uh, 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 authentic, you know, original music. There was a, a Michael Jackson impersonator that <laughs> looked exactly like Michael did Right after he started having the the, the skin disease, so like really? right before his nose got where you could barely see it, right, so right when his like when he still kind of looked good, yeah, like, like normally just barely good, like the like the 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 tour where he, he had the little curl, yeah, coming yeah, down, yeah, but he was sure. definitely looked whiter, yeah, um, danced exactly like him, but he wasn't good at the lyrics. He did not lip sync well enough. Oh no, really? And I, and I thought, man, you all you got to do is get oh, yeah, that on tight. That and you're, yeah. You got Vegas written all over you, buddy. Wow. Yeah, he took some great show, great shots, and some great video. We'll throw that up there. Oh my, because, are you serious? Yeah. So, the, so here's the deal. So Brooklyn got to go up and actually perform, and it's basically a big dance party. What? Yeah, but the guy that has the microphone 
is in control. Okay. The DJ is in control. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. It was so amazing. And, and it's almost like everyone that is up there performing, they're like upper echelon of the way they're the coolest people in Jamaica. Like everybody knows <laughs> that they're super talented. Right. It is a big break. Just, oh, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. It was basically open mic night. At the comedy store. For the store. top right, right. Right. In Jamaica. Wow. And it was really, really kind of cool and unique to watch. But here's the, the part that I, I have to share. So first night we're there, and in my, my wife packed for herself and all the kids, and I packed myself for myself. And we get there, and the first, you know, after the first night, uh, Christine says, I, I, I forgot all of the girls' underpants, underwear. Oh. So we only had, the only, the only brought, she only brought. Uh, three pairs. One that they had, the ones that the one pair that each kid had on. All right. Oh dear. Okay. So next morning, you know, there's no underpants for sale at the you know, at the hotel. No. So I got to go hire a car, and I got to go. First attempt was about ten miles to the nearest town, where I was trying to avoid the phrase that I will use soon. Uh-huh. So I get into town, and, the, and it brings me to the store that is boarded up. But it looks like it could be open, but it said it should open at 10, where it's now 11. They right. apparently weren't there yet. Right. And it says toddler clothes, and it looks like it's out of a scene from a Wizard of Oz, right? <laughs> oh, so that's not open. So we go to another store, and I walk in, like, trying to – I'm saying, like, you know, girl's underpants, you know, kid, you know, little kid, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, come on over, come on over, come on over. And they bring out boys' boxers, right, for a 15-year-old. You know, and they lay out 10 pairs of boys' boxers that from right. 10 years old to 15. I was like, listen, here's $10, all right? I need little girls' underpants. <laughs> and the one lady goes, oh, you mean girls' panties? And that was what I was trying to avoid running around local Jamaican towns right. saying, hey, you got any little girls' panties? <laughs> right. So I said, yes, girls' panties. Yes. Oh, no, you got to drive 30 miles that way, man. So we go 30 more miles. Are you serious? Literally 30 miles? To the next town. And there was probably 5,000 people. It was everywhere. People were everywhere. 100% I was the only white person there at all. It's a bustling inner, inner island city. And there's a couple different stores. So I just walk in. I'm like, listen, this is going to sound crazy, man. But I need a little girl's panties. And so I get brought right to the section for girl's panties. Yeah, oh, good. But they looked like they had been repackaged. Okay? Okay. So I just in case, I buy one package that looked fine and some little girl's shorts in case I don't find this. Because I still have – I'm not convinced that this is the only opportunity. Right. Unless no kids wear underpants in this (laughs) country, there's got to be another place for little girl's panties. So I finally go to the next place where I should have went first all along. I have the most unbelievable options. Oh, really? And I came back with – more Jamaican girls' panties than you wow. could ever imagine. But the dream of every man. But can you imagine how awkward I felt no, asking actually, multiple no. people, the only gringo. I want some little girl panties. <laughs> like, right. And I, mean, I felt so stupid. And, and and that was the joke when I got back. And I was like, my, and I, so I'm actually on the phone. This is the last story before I move into our next international travel. Uh, actually, two more stories. So I'm on the phone with the office. I tried to you know, not do too much work, but I had to do a little bit. So I'm on the phone talking to a couple of the girls I work with, and I'm telling them the story. When I got back, there was a six-pack of, of little five-year-old underpants on my chair. It said, in case of an emergency, no. which I thought was funny. 
That was the first time I talked to the office. The second time I talked to the office, it had just rained, mm. and I'm walking on my phone, and I'm carrying a beer, but okay. I was by no means had had too much to drink at all. Okay. It was still, there was like an early morning rain. I'm walking, I'm talking, and I'm acting a little cool on the phone. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of the, what's the movie? Like, Buy, buy. Well, if everyone's buying, then sell. God damn it! So I was, I was talking a little. I was, I was just acting a little cool, right? right like sure. I was saying, like, what? Are, well, how does the deal look? And well, that's not enough. We need some more rate relief. And then I'm talking about corporate insurance, making it look like I'm somebody big. Right. Fall down the stairs. <gasps> oh. Full on slip, feet from out from under under me. Oh. Slice open my arm, bang my head, bang my tailbone, down five sets of steps. It's super loud. My phone goes flying into the foot puddle. It's in five inches of water. No. Okay. It takes me 20 seconds to get up because I didn't want to get up right away because I was in pain. This poor little girl comes over to me and asks me if I was okay. And I, I, I feel, I still feel bad. I literally with a negative attitude said to her, I am not okay. I just fell down the stairs. (laughs) My wife, my wife heard it. I finally get to her. I limp over to her. I find I can't find my phone. It turns it's in the bottom of the right. six inch sure. foot pool. You know where you get the sand off. Oh, Thank God I got God. the iPhone ten that's apparently somewhat waterproof. Go over to her and she's she can't help but not laugh at me. And, <laughs> Thanks, but honey. thank and thank God nothing was wrong. But then fast forward, my brother in law, who's an ENT fellow at UCLA, okay, mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a nose and throat surgeon, he <laughs> right. is giving me a hard time because my arm is bleeding. And and one of the workers comes by and he's like, "Oh, you got to check this guy." He needs help, and he's saying a whole bunch of crazy shit. Turns out it's the manager. So then she's got sees blood everywhere. She makes me go with her to the nurse's office. I have to fill fill out six pages of paperwork. All this so you won't sue all this liability stuff. Almost had to get a couple stitches. Oh no! But my ego has it's. I've had some low ego points. All right, I've had a. I've had all my ego sucked out multiple times this was pretty high up there really from a loss of ego standpoint yeah i mean it was terrible so then finally my phone starts working again and my phone was blowing up with the two girls i was talking with from the office and they're are you okay are you okay are you okay it sounded like you fell off a cliff (laughs) finally so not only that but they heard you oh yeah yeah and of course they don't believe you. They're like, oh no. yeah, too much to drink. I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. I slipped down some slippery steps and I just signed away my liability life. Right. Right. <laughs> so it still hurt. It hurt wow. so bad that I didn't think I was gonna be able to get the uh be healthy enough to go golfing in Scotland. Seriously. So next though, go back to go back home, fly to Scotland <laughs> for a fantastic golf trip. And was able to able to play through, but I was seriously man. I was nervous. Yeah, and talk about a difference in culture. <laughs> okay, Scotland versus Jamaica. Jamaica. Come home. Our flight out of out of Houston. We go to from Jamaica to Houston. While we're in the airport in Jamaica, our flight from Houston to LA gets canceled. Oh, there's nine of us. Oh, we. I got me and our family on the, the, the next flight out, like five hours delayed. My brother-in-law had to go to Nashville. They never even, they've lost all of his luggage. My, my in-laws didn't get home until one in the morning. We were supposed to be home at six in the afternoon or 6 p.m. Holy We got God. home at like 11 and then I flew on a 7 a.m. flight the next morning to Scotland. Oh. Yeah. So I fly to Newark. And then to go check into the next flight, the, the, the red eye from Newark to Glasgow, Scotland, mm-hmm. 
I get a chance to upgrade to business class, okay. right? Okay. And it was it was four ninety nine, which is you know not cheap, but at the same time, I thought, are you kidding me? Right. For four ninety nine, I'm going to get to be in a bed that lays down. Yeah. I'm going to take it right. just because you never know who's going to be sitting next to me. Yeah. Well, it turns out the guy next to me, Chinese businessman, and I know he's a Chinese businessman because his phone was in Mandarin. <laughs> and really... I look over, we're about to take off, and he's taking off his shoes. No. Then he took off his socks. No. Hold on. And I thought, what is this dude doing? Is no. he literally going to fly? I, I upgraded a business class, and my neighbor is taking off his shoes and his socks. Well, it turns out the little fl- overnight package that they handed you, mm-hmm. they were promoting the new Spider-Man movie. So he doesn't put them on right away, but and I literally I can't. T- I'm like no way. I'm I think I'm texting Christine like the dude next to me is taking off his shoes and socks. <laughs> Seriously, oh. but he was putting on the Spider Man socks that they gave us. No, for the overnight. Oh, yeah. But... So he's either that much into free shit, right, or that much that into, into Spider Man. He wears his Spider Man socks the rest of the way. Um, I have a fantastic you know evening. I took uh, drank a little emergencies um, with a little melatonin to try and fall asleep. Ooh. But then I rented Green Book. Have you seen Green Book? I still haven't seen that. Oh my gosh! Unbelievable movie. Really? Fantastic. Really great. So hey, you know what I did see? Which one? Speaking of Spider Man, is I saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Mm. Dude, have you seen that? No, I heard it's great. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Visually stunning. Super okay. popular. Huh? Oh yeah. It's popular. Yeah. So this guy's got on his Spidey socks. I didn't watch Spider. You've got melatonin. Spider, yeah. But I didn't. I couldn't fall asleep because I was still in a green book. So now it's two and a half hours into the flight. I'm kind of wide awake. I cried multiple times in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And uh, but finally did fall asleep. Land in, in Glasgow uh, at like six or seven in the morning. Uh, get together with the, uh, my buddies, and then we headed over to the golf course. And uh, <laughs> and they were out together without me the night before. And they, I said, so how was your how was your night? And like, well, you know what? It feels like, you know, you know, the, an international, you know, when you go to the museum and everyone's like, well, there's a new z- exhibit in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he felt like everywhere they went that night, it, it was as if they walk in and all the Scottish locals would just turn around and attack them as if there was a new exhibit. <laughs> oh, in as town. if they were the new exhibit? <laughs> yeah. There's a new exhibit in town. Right? You, ever, you ever see American Werewolf in London? No. There's a great scene in there where, yeah, the two American guys walk into the local pub. And just everything comes to a screeching halt. So I'm yeah. sure it was, yeah. It's got to be exactly like the that. same. Yeah. So so fantastic golf. Uh, no, sh- wasn't golf invented in Scotland? Yes, it was. It is, right? So there's actually local courses in, in Scotland that are very well kept and awesome that there's an honor box at the, at the beginning that you, there, you don't pay anybody. You just put money in the box. And then you play. And then you play. Really? For whatever you think is the going rate. Wow. And no one steals. And the course has been there for 300 and, years. And, and, and no one steals the box. And the course is beautiful. And the, and the local community, like we have a park down the street and it would be like that, except you can go play whenever you want. It, the sun didn't go down until 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> can you, you can't even go. I can't even go to the park at the Y yeah. after 6 p.m. Yeah, in, no in Los Angeles. Right. Okay. Wow. It's just it's just amazing that and and and, and that was my second time in Scotland. I went five years ago to basically the same golf course, but it, but I'm definitely in a different place of life. And you were just looking around, and I felt like you were in a book, in a storybook, in a novel. <laughs> I bet it was just spectacular, and it just the pace was slower. So the Jamaican both were obviously different, right? A Caribbean island and the UK. Yeah. But the pace was equally slower and more relaxed. In both communities as well. 
and both have English as their native tongue, but they also all speak <laughs> a level of English that right. I can't understand. Yeah, English in quotations. Yeah, you like, literally. Oh my god! And and it's like so they speak English so fast in their own dialect of English that yeah. no one can understand them. Which was also fascinating, Get by in the way. My belly. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so I also felt like the fashion, similar to the NBA draft, I thought that the Scottish folks were either way ahead of us, which I doubt, or twenty years way behind. behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great when you don't know whether to be impressed or feel yeah. really sad for them. So we left the reservation, the you know the the uh, country club for one night and went out to dinner, and uh, had a very nice dinner. And then we were out at a local pub and sort of just taking on the scene on the river. It was beautiful, and I didn't have any more uh, Scottish pounds left from mm. a monetary standpoint, mm-hmm. but I had a hundred dollar bill, and so I was I was politely asking this gentleman at the bar. If he if he could give me change for a hundred dollar bill or you know, and he looks at me like I had two heads, and I said, I'm like, well, I mean, I understand that there's an exchange rate, so I'm happy. To, I'm not asking for the exact right. amount. I will right. I will pay you just sure. like I would have to pay the currency exchange to right. exchange money, right. and I'll give you more than the currency exchange is wanting from me. Right, and he goes, I'll give you two pounds for that, very condescendingly. <laughs> yeah. So Thanks. I and I and I said, you know what, dude. I, so I, and I politely said, I'm sorry. You're going to give me two Scottish pounds for this, right? Which so, is the equivalent of about five bucks. So I, I just looked. So you you realize that the the exchange rate is more like this is worth eighty British pounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I I know your money is more valuable than ours, but but not that much. But how insulting are you going to be? In this right. particular moment. Right. Okay? Because right. never in a million years, right. if you came to the United States and said, I have 100 British pounds, can you exchange this for American dollars? And I said, I'll yeah. give you 50 cents, cocksucker. Yeah. Well, and aren't you- Aren't you- A tourist in his city? Yes. Well, yeah, but also aren't you like a, a patron of his establishment? Yes. Well, he didn't point? own the place, but he apparently was a you know, local that- does this to everybody because I later find out from oh, another right? person like don't listen to that guy he hates Americans uh, he's like well but I don't think I understand I'm I'm dead sexy <laughs> exactly that's how I felt so I just it was it was a very eye opening experience as well yeah. that I couldn't believe that uh, we weren't more well liked simply that I was just trying to give away money yeah <laughs> it wasn't going over well yeah but I but I but there I, is a lot of uh, anti American uh, whatever yeah it just in this particular instance though I wasn't expected right and I certainly wasn't expecting to get in a fight I haven't been in a bar fight in twenty years right, right. so got out of there though without anything so now let let me go back to the flight. This you know back home, so I remember I said I upgraded the to first class, and it, so my flight there was about two times expensive than my flight home, and about a hundred times better. Really? Yeah. So I mean, I had multiple layovers. It was just, you had to pay for everything. It was ridiculous. However, I did watch Aquaman. Have you watched Aquaman? No, I have not. Holy cow! This movie must have cost two hundred fifty million dollars to make. The, the The special effects were unbelievable. I cried at it too because of the connection between the the son and his mother. Um, but fantastic movie! Would I, I I refuse to watch it multiple times? But it yeah, finally said too. I'm going to do it because there was it was on the screen in front of me. Some mm-hmm. a kid was watching it. I thought that looks kind of cool. That way that the so special wait, you're telling me were. that Aquaman is good. It was unbelievable. 
Really? It was so good. It's the lost city of Atlantis. Yeah, I guess. It's basically spaceship type of stuff underwater. Underwater, yeah. It is All right. spectacular. All right. But the girl next to me- And there's a hot woman in it, right? There's plenty of nice looking people in okay, it. Okay, good. And the, and the main guy character, he's a big, strong, yeah, you know, good looking guy whatever. too. Yeah, he's actually uh, the, um, uh, he was- He's the, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the king of the, uh, uh, the dr- dr- Dracon, no- he was the Dragon Queen's first husband. Yes. I forget. Why am I blanking on that? I don't know. Whatever. You, you can make it up and I would believe you. Yeah. So, so he's a, he was a big guy in that. Anyway, yeah. so there's a, there's a seat in between us and there's a girl with a Metallica shirt on looking out the window. In first class? No. This is on my way back oh. on my second leg of Norwegian Air. Gotcha. Nowhere near first class. I did. There was one seat left in first class on Norwegian Air home. Mm. And I was checking in in the first class thing. And I was going to try and upgrade. Yeah. And she said that and she's like, there's one left. I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. And there was a, two Americans next to me checking in. And the guy chimes in. He's like, no, I, I, I just gave it to him. And I offered him another 500 cash for the last seat. And they said, no, smart. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay. She's got Metallica shirt on. And I start chatting with her. Not not going to fall asleep yet. This lady, she's a, a, a engineer from Guadalajara, so a Latina engineer that has spent the last two and a half weeks traveling Europe with a Metallica tour. She had this little cool, almost like the uh, black card from American Express. She's part of the Metallica fan club that there's very few members part of, like not the normal fan club. Yeah, like a real inner circle. She showed me the pictures. She was behind stage, backstage, every concert. With them. Seven of them in a row. And now she was going home for two weeks and she's going to go back to Europe for the final six or seven concerts. Oh, my God. And I mean, I'm I'm 39 years old. One of my first introductions to the music that I loved was House of Pain. And Metallica. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was my, my rap was House of Pain and my and hard rock, rock was, was Metallica. Right. And she was full on in the mix. It was Holy unbelievable. Cow. And I couldn't believe that she took that much time off to follow him around that much. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want that life someday. Yeah. So needless to say, the Metallica girl, I felt, was made me realize that besides my family, I don't love anything nearly that much. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and I was, I was impressed. That's a commitment. That's fanatical. Yeah. Borderline crazy. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. So I land at home you know, very late. My flight got delayed. I get home and Christine's like, thanks for, you know, f- thanks for getting home. Right. <laughs> the following morning, we go to Great Wolf Lodge. With for the twins' birthday. Now you haven't been to Great Wolf Lodge because your kids are older, Dan. But if you've never, I assume you've never been. I've heard of it, but no, I've never been. There's seven in freaky. the country. Yeah, and it's basically a gigantic indoor water park with serious slides, and it's an indoor facility with giant wave pools. Jeez, yeah. Bars, and there's also something called Magic Quest. So they partnered with this game called Magic Quest. So we had gone last year, and we only went to the pool. Okay. Now Brooklyn's, you know, a little bit older, and all these kids, I noticed, I didn't notice wands last time. Now all these kids have wands everywhere. Magic wands. Magic wands. Okay. So now on top of doing, literally just got home, I've been home for like 12 hours, we're now in an indoor water park, which is fantastic. Except when I was sliding down the slides. Remember how I told you I fell down the stairs in Jamaica? Oh. My tailbone was killing me. Oh. 
my elbows were hurting. I could only go down the slide on my face, the ones on your tummy. And I, I had to, I had to pull the plug a little bit. I had to go to the, the, I went on all the baby slides. Christine went on all the Superman slides. Sure, yeah. Do you remember the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yes, I do. Do you remember the part where Napoleon went to Raging Waters in San Dimas? Oh, my remember? God. And, how, and, he, and he doesn't want to go at first, and then fast forward the montage of about five minutes later, Napoleon is on right. every slide. Right. Christine was Napoleon. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And she, don't, she didn't remember that scene. Yeah. Uh, later on, when we got back on Sunday, I had to show her. I was like, this was you. <laughs> this is you, baby. I, Christine went on... 10 times more water slides than no I did. No way. Yeah. So, but what I did make up for, I helped Brooklyn do this thing called Magic Quest. Okay. So I'm asking the guy, and you can you can buy a plastic wand for $17.99 or a little bit better one for $19.99. Obviously, we bought the $19.99 mm-hmm. one. And then they have toppers that go on top of this wand oh. that are anywhere from $15.99 to $29.99. Oh. And the topper thing is one-third the amount of plastic, but somehow the same amount, <laughs> if not more, right. because the topper gives you extra kinds of powers. So we did get a topper, but not the best topper. So now we got a $35 <laughs> wand. Right. And I, as I'm paying for the name, it was Brooklyn's Bridge, by the way. We'll get to that. Nice. Um, she says, you're paying for the time. And I go, oh, time? What do you mean? She said, well, you got to pay to, you know, you only can use it for a certain amount of time. And if you need more time, you have to pay more. I go, how long is it going to take us to finish this quest? Right. She says, well, on average, most people can get it done in six hours. And I said, I'm sorry? What? And she says, six to eight. And I go, what, six to eight? Six. Okay, fine. So I don't care if I did it in half the time. You tell me four straight hours of playing this game with the wand walking around this hotel? And she said, yeah. What are you even and talking about? And she said the fastest it's ever been done when someone knows everywhere, like a teenager that knows where everything is. Okay. It's like a, it's a virtual scavenger hunt. It's okay. actually super, super cool and creative and fascinating. The fastest anyone's ever done it is two hours and 45 minutes. And they know where everything is. Right. And you have to do like these things. We have fight people, fight goblins and dragons and everything. (laughs) So there's four major tasks. We only got done with one that day. Oh, I bet. Well, so then Brooklyn is all bummed out because we didn't win. They didn't, uh, you know, they called Magi. Like, congratulations, young Magi. Oh, gotcha. And that's what all these little characters call you, the little Magi people. They're like, you know, listen, young Magi, there needs to be help in the realm because (laughs) all of the fern blossoms have been stolen by the evil goblin ban. You know, so anyway, so we leave and we're not done yet. So Brooklyn has has been on my ass for the last couple weeks when we're going to graduate and successfully oh. become a master magi. So I drove down there again today, oh played God. another two and a half hours of it, and we're still not done, Dan. Oh, my God. But we're very close to being done. Can you at least restart where you ended? Oh, of course. You can. Yes. Oh, ab- okay, Dan, good. absolutely. Oh, good. I would have never done Thank it. Thank goodness. Jeez. I would have dealt with a crying seven-year-old. Yeah. But instead, so it was actually kind of cool. We're very close to finishing. I can't wait <laughs> To tell you about what happens when it's over. I don't know. <laughs> right. But there's a ceremony. But you'll be a magi. There's a ceremony every day. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty. So, but kind of funny. So we're walking by though, and she was hungry. And I, and I get a, you know, like a croissant sandwich for her and we're walking and she's eating some of it. And she just out of nowhere is like, you know, those moments where your little, your young kid yeah. just says something that's so cute. She goes, oh, this young magi was hungry. 
<laughs> but with a little bit of an accent too. Right. I thought that's, that's worth the thirty bucks. Oh, it was. It was. Well, now I'm into it for plenty more. But right. fantastic. Oh, but and let me talk a little bit more about feeling like that. It makes you feel a little young again. Yeah. So my wife and I on Friday. So you know the the twins graduated from preschool, which in case if oh any, congratulations yeah exactly for those of you that have preschool graduations that you've attended, you probably feel like I do and think, wow that was a preschool graduation. You don't <laughs> want to make your wife feel bad because she feels super sad because that means the kids are growing up. But at the right. same time, you want to yeah, say like, it's preschool, <laughs> right? Exactly. What are you going to be like when it's high school? Right. By you the know? way, they're not going to remember today, so <laughs> let's not get too choked so, up. But you know, you can't do. You just got to be supportive. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I was. So I was so supportive that I said I, I took her to a concert that night. This was Friday night, Sunday now, mm-hmm. um, for a, a group called Laney, L-A-N-Y. Laney? It's, yeah, it's like an indie pop group that she and I both love. And they're not super famous yet, but they're on their way. I got to check out Laney. So anyway, we get, it's at the Shrine Auditorium in downtown LA. Have you ever been there? Super old school venue? Uh, no, my, my son used to live right across the street from there, but no, I've never been inside. It's super cool. Yeah, okay? it's, it's real old school. Yeah, it really LA is. theater, right? Totally. And, 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 I, and we, as we're walking in, I, I'm thinking, as we're driving down there in the Uber, I'm thinking, I wonder what the age group's going to be. And she right. says, I actually asked her, she said, oh, we're going to be the oldest by far. I thought, you know what? There's something about I feel I feel that this is an older hip group. Okay. <laughs> Here we were the oldest by 15 years. No. Oh, yeah. I was the oldest looking person in the whole concert. And there was probably <laughs> 9,000 people Including the security staff. Yeah. yeah this or is this Lainey? This is one of them. I bought that pillow on the couch. This is one of their songs. This is a good one. So, so as, you're, as we're watching you know, one third of the show, <laughs> we put it together. We think... L A N Y. It's like Los Angeles and New York. And at that moment, she and I look at each other like we just invented fire. (laughs) You pull up Laney on Wikipedia and it says like literally the first started because they wanted to do LA and New York. (laughs) And I almost asked a couple of the youngsters or, you know, cause it's an over an 18 show. That's when you know, you're probably going to a little bit of a younger show when it says over 18. However, do not ever stop listening to pop music. Okay. It keeps you young. It allows you most of the time I run around with, with, with like 18 to 24 year olds. I feel better about myself. Yeah. So, and I, and I figure I kind of like some of their music, so it keeps me a little young. So sure. I've written this down as one of the, uh, you know, the, the Poshiba guide to the universe. It's called Never Stop Listening to Pop Music. All right. Okay. What else? We're almost done, Dan. I feel Are like we? I can feel, I can feel that I'm losing some of your energy. Me? Yeah. So no. You, uh, no not no, yet? No, no. Okay. All right. Where are, you, where are you from? Scotland? <laughs> okay. So well, let's move over to Brooklyn's Bridge where we cross over to the last part of the show and we hope you stick around because then you're going to know. Let's do it. Take a deep breath, Dan. In. Okay. <laughs> Out. <sighs> do you remember your favorite summer vacation as a kid? Hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Tell, can you talk? Can you make it quick? Uh, very quickly, just that uh, we lived in uh, suburban upstate New York, which mm-hmm. is probably a lot like where you grew up. Very mm-hmm. snowy in the winter and not just- Hot and humid in the summer? Yeah, very. And in the summertime, for several years, we would go visit my cousins in Connecticut who lived on the Long Island Sound. Mm-hmm. So they lived in a very similar town, except it was worth probably 10 times more money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So- we would go there and go to the beach and we'd fish and we'd see rich people and celebrities and everything. <laughs> and it was just like 
freaking surreal. Mm-hmm. But so for some reason, well, and I loved my cousins. Um, so that was always the best. We would drive down, listen to my dad's eight-track player until we got there, hang out for, you know, a week. Yeah, baby. Nice. Yeah. So I bring that question up because I felt as if we just did uh, the, you know, we did the Jamaica trip that I know that the kids are going to remember. But, and, and I want to, and I remember one of the trips I took as a kid was in the old family truckster for a two-week road trip from, you know, Illinois through the West Coast and all over, you know, the Four Corners, and we went to Vegas, and, you know, all the way up through, you know, Park City, or all, up through wow. Utah, the beautiful parts of Utah, and, and I remember that one sort of vividly in my head, um, besides, uh, you know, the normal every weekend in the summer on the lake, but I remember thinking, you know, my kids are hopefully going to remember uh, some of these great vacations they're taking as a, as, a, as a youngster, and also hopefully having the perspective, right, because on the drive when we landed in Jamaica, we were driving through some you know very poor parts of of the country mm-hmm. to get to this fantastic resort. And a couple times, the girls they were all sitting with different adults, and I heard all three kids in separate times say something like this. This doesn't look like a very nice area. <laughs> and you want mm-hmm. you hope and you and you give that teaching moment of. Yeah, you know, you, but you can't really embellish exactly why it's a teaching moment. Right. You just kind of right. have to say something like, yes, how, how lucky are we? You know, right. like, right. And, and then hopefully they remember it and, and it puts it into perspective exactly. in the right way, right? So one thing we are doing, as you probably know, 4th of July is coming up, and I'm a heavy into Tahoe on 4th of July. I think it's unbelievable, and I want to continue to have a little bit of that you know, that unplugging and finding the right balance mm. Mm. that, that, uh, that I felt like I did a better job than I ever have in my whole life yeah. in regards to, listen, I got email 24 seven. I'm, I'm also trying to raise my kids and be present. I get to the emails at night. I put my out of office on. It says, text me if there's an emergency while I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what else do you got to do? Right. right. But I didn't check it, the emails as much as I did before. And you know what? Guess what? The world didn't come to an end. <laughs> and I felt fine. You know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and again, back to that to that perspective between Jamaica and the, and the perspective in Scotland. Right. Just that whole mentality that I think is very critical. So, with that, I want to talk a little about the 4th of July preview. This is America. <laughs> All right? God damn it. All right. So, did you know that... Talk to me. The actual date was July 2nd. What? Okay, yeah. Multiple reasons why it ended up being they it was a first officially signed on the second, but two there was two no shows, so they didn't so sign they it until the fourth. Two days the fourth. Later. Yeah, oh, great. So at the time, two and a half million people in the United States. I'm sorry, the thirteen colonies. Wow. Um, and then, do you know all the colonies? New Hampshire, Maybe. Massachusetts, Rhode Island. The Connecticut colony, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Just nice. for that. I would not have gotten there. Did you know that there's 13 stripes in the flag? I do. I okay. do know that. So that's one part. Yes. Thank you. Good. So, so far you're doing all right. You know, Yankee Doodle Dandy? Yes. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Do you know that it was actually a spinoff, the, the Brits, the Redcoats, the, the first version of that song, the, the beat yeah. was the British making fun of the Americans for how basically oh, you know, how right? trashy we were. 
Oh, and so Yankee Doodle Dan Dandy mm-hmm. is a put down of of their uniforms and whatnot. Their, yeah, their so fancy red uniforms. The 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 tone, right? The, yeah. yeah, that that the our version was stemmed from their version of making fun of us. So we're a, we're, we're a nation of parody songs. E- exactly, I like it. So uh, what else? Star Spangled Banner actually didn't come out until eighteen fourteen. All right, and I believe wasn't that based on a uh, a British bar song? Bar song, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're following out the connection here. We're playing England in the World Cup. Yeah, we got a lot. Uh, 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 we got a lot in common. We st- nice. We started this country. Yeah, because we didn't like paying taxes. That's right. Wish we'd go back in time a little bit. <laughs> um, do you know three presidents have died on July Fourth? What? Jefferson Adams uh, both died exactly fifty years after the. After our Declaration of Independence, really? Yep. And then James Monroe died in 1831. It was basically celebrated. The July Fourth uh, was not even a real holiday, uh, an official holiday, until 1870. It never it didn't become. That, a, it's that recent. Yeah. And then it wasn't a paid holiday until 1941. All wow. right. So uh, what else? It was so it was basically celebrated informally until 1870. Wow, and at first it was not a uh, uh, it was not a, a a point of bringing people together. It mm-hmm. was still a level of division because in 1776, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, there was still plenty of powerful people in the colonies that didn't think it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. No different mm-hmm. than 49 percent of the Brits thinking they still want to stay in Europe. Right? Okay. I mean, right. it's like things they changed, but they stay but the they same. Don't, right? right. All right. So what else? Um, so it was actually fascinating. I felt like I should have known more about the Fourth of July, but lots of people died. It was very intense time, as you can probably mm-hmm. imagine. And considering, no matter what you can say that is negative about the United States, they're you 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 could make the argument that that document and July 4, 1776 was the f- start of arguably one of the greatest countries ever of a civilized planet. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Well, that's why so many people want to come here, for God's sakes. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, exactly. okay. Do you know that $250 million a year is spent on fireworks? Is it that much? Yep. Wow. 28 states allow for the sale of practically bombs. <laughs> um, but the other states are very, very critical of the ones with gunpowder. Mm. Um, and actually, Massachusetts, one of the original colonies, you can't buy anything. Really? You can't even buy sparklers. Really? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Why is that? They're, they're worried about... I don't know. Probably somebody burnt their eye or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 155 million hot dogs are eaten every July 4th. As they should be. There's a 30 for 30 coming out on the on the Nathan's hot dog are contest, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward. That was a little preview. Um, July 4th is one of my favorite days of the year, uh, as I imagine many others. Um, hitting up to Tahoe with the kids. We'll do a recap of that. Got a lot of Hopefully, good stories from that. But um, very excited about that. I I know this one went a little bit long, but again, <laughs> there was a lot to get to. Dan, that's right. Come on, you were away. Yeah, we, it, you gotta you gotta get caught up. Yeah, gotta get caught up. And sometimes, if it takes a little while to finish it, it's all good. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your morning, a beautiful afternoon, or a crazy night. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, have a fantastic, safe Fourth of July. And remember, if you keep a positive attitude at all times, something's always brewing.
Corey Barnes is back at quarterback now. Barnes in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.